Hi, I'm Myra Webster with In Creative Company, and I'm so thrilled today to be talking about the movie No Way Out. We are joined by actor and executive producer Maya Mitchell, as well as executive producer, actor and editor Joey Bichiki. And I wanted to, to talk to both of you a little bit about your character development process to start with, because we really see both of your characters existing in the bubble of this dynamic where they meet together and there's this, this burgeoning romance. Um, and I was interested for both of you in kind of where you found it really helpful to flesh out a lot of character details outside side of that in terms of their day-to-day, -day, their family life, some of their backstory and history, and maybe starting with you, Maya, a little bit about what some of the elements you found really useful to develop beyond the script were. Yeah, I, I, so I jumped onto the project after meeting Azzy, um, Azzy Ramana, our director. Um, the script was intriguing to me, and, um, you know, it's kind of an ambiguous character, I think quite polarizing, um, and so I was curious as to I guess what their approach would be to, um, it's hard to say anything without giving away a spoiler. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically I just wanted to flesh out like who this character is. She, she's, um, you know, so nuanced and it's so complex. And so um, once we, I realized that we were all on the same page with where she is coming from, um, we were able to then kind of work together and flesh out all those details. Um, but really, I mean, I think I found the character with, Joey um, in our rehearsal period we had we had six weeks of rehearsals um, to kind of make adjustments to the script um, to kind of improvise through the script see what worked see what didn't um, and really flesh out the characters the backstory and that was kind of something that I feel like I, I did with Joey um, and with Azzy and, and Keith Carvel our, our, our writer. That's great and for you Joey? Um, yeah I had like a little kind of daily routine I would do. I'd wake up, go to the coffee shop, have some cigarettes, do about a hundred photos. And then, uh, you know, I'd talk to my mom on the phone because I just kind of built, my bedroom was set up like Nick's apartment, just so I just kind of would, that's how I would move around. And then Maya would come over for rehearsal and we'd just kind of like set up, you know, all the furniture and stuff to see what it was like to do scenes and whatnot. So yeah, I delved in pretty deep uh, doing that kind of stuff. Um, which is always fun, a bit of detective work. Um, and Azzy is really great at, great with allowing that and seeing like what ideas to bring and then the writer uh, to the page. Um, and they were really flexible with me and mine because they really cared with like, you know, what we were comfortable with and what we had to say. Yeah. And it's amazing to hear that you had six weeks of rehearsal because that's such a rarity, you know, especially in independent cinema to have that much time. Was a lot of that about going through specific scenes or was it more just kind of general character development and developing the chemistry between your two characters? I think a little bit of all that. Mm. For me too, it's like, I really want to know what Maya's method is and she needs to know what my method is. And so we can meet together and make like the best collaborative decisions. Uh, and I think in the beginning, cause as he would just let us hang out for like hours, then he would come in and tweak scenes. Um, so I think like baby steps, cause we also talked about like, there's some very emotional thing, like scenes uh, in the film. So to be comfortable to share that, with not let alone like a room of people, but each other. Uh, I feel like Maya was a great, Ying to my yang for that. I just, I just knew like as soon as we, as soon as I jumped on and after meeting Joey, and I just knew that like he he was going to be carrying 
this really heavy emotional weight throughout the whole film. You know, he's basically in every frame and, um, you know, he needed to have like an environment that felt super safe and comfortable to do that. Um, and so I just basically got to piggyback off of, off of him and that rehearsal time was so important to be able to create that trust and for us to understand each other. And um, I think I'd booked like, I think I was supposed to fly to Australia the following week after I booked this and I, and I met with Azzy and Joey and I was like, oh, rehearsal's okay. Yeah, we'll do like a week, blah, blah, blah. Cause I'm, you know, from the TV world where you just don't even get a rehearsal at all. Um, and so, and they were like, nope, Joey's face. He like looked at Azzy like this. He was like, who is this girl? <laughs> and they were like, no, you're not going. And I was like, okay. And then once we got into it, I started to understand like how important that time was. And um, I'm so glad we had, I wish I always had that. It's such a blessing. Yeah, that's really interesting to hear. And and I love what, what Joey was bringing up there as well about part of part of the process for the two of you coming together, being in in kind of learning and aligning each other's styles, because that's that's something anytime you start a new project, you know, every person has their own process and way of working on character, on scenes. And so what were some of the spaces that you found that you just you naturally really aligned in the way that your styles and techniques both came together in working on this film? That's a really good question. I think I kind of adapted to Joey's a little bit. Like I kind of just met him where he was and, and I took it as an opportunity to learn and work in a different way. You know, I come from a TV world where you can, it's not disassociating, but you, you kind of get into a rhythm of jumping in and out of scenes and, you know, sitting around and chatting and, it, you know, it's a little more, more like a job. Whereas I kind of got to play around and meet him in this space where you're kind of staying in character and staying in the tone of the scene and, um that was really like fun for me yeah yeah Yeah, and I think once she like met me there that's probably when I really was just like okay she's gonna like let me exhale and just kind of like let me and because then that became it became the process all in one then it was cool it was cool I feel like Joey and I only really properly met each other after we wrapped <laughs> in this strange way we had to like reestablish our friendship and our dynamic and now we're like best friends um but it was yeah it was interesting it was like a shift that we were like okay what do we do now <laughs> I'll never forget it was like one of the last days where I was like all bloody and beat up and like we would barely talk to each other on those days and then I had I realized it was like my last day in that stuff and I saw Maya and there's a great picture of us on the side of the street and I'm all bloody and she's like holding my face I was like scary Nikki's done and she was like yeah thank god because he was in character the whole time and sometimes I would I knew he was in character I knew that it wasn't real and that he didn't hate me but some days it was like oh like you could just feel it and he, he would give me little peace offerings to let me know we were fine but you know it was a relief <laughs> You're also kind of in tandem capturing these characters as as they're just at the beginning of getting to know each other at the beginning, which is always such an interesting journey to see what type of chemistry comes forward for these characters based on their past, based on their emotional landscape, you know, and then also kind of what's the moment where it switches from just being about an attraction and chemistry and kind of becomes more about intimacy. Um, and so how did the two of you map out thinking about what part of my character would come to the foreground in, in kind of how they're presenting themselves 
themselves at the beginning and then where that sheen kind of starts to come off and it starts to become more intimate. Yeah, I think even in the beginning, there's like a little cheeky joke between them is like where you meet Nick and you're like, oh, this guy's kind of cheesy. And then slowly you meet who Nick is because Tessa brings out who Nick really is. And I think one of the, the most intimate moments for, for me with them is I kind of catch her looking at like my work on my computer and you, you see Nick kind of snap off a little bit. And then that's showing like a little bit of true colors and seeing how she reacted to bring him down and whatever. Uh, but I think it was important for the audience to know that that lived inside of Nick. And I think some people would run away from that, but Tessa and Maya's character were able to calm it down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's where like most of their intimacy is built. That, that moment is like the turning point for them. Mm -hmm. And I, I love that we get to see, you know, it's not even just kind of like one moment of the two of them spending a lot of time exploring Los Angeles and, and the different things that they're doing, but, but as he's kind of put a few few moments like that so we really see that growth and, and development and so wanted to ask about the the journey and the dynamic of filming those sorts of scenes because it's kind of going to a location having a specific moment of intimacy that you're you're showing but it's not about the dialogue in those moments it's about you know the mannerisms and the body language that you're relying on for these very short scenes that are then going to be spliced together in these into these kind of montage moments and so was that something where you would go into those moments with an idea of what that was going to look like or was it more a space of kind of improv and just finding it in each location. Yeah, we actually shot that before we started um, our, our scheduled days. So that was, yeah, day zero. Um, and it was all improvised, but there's like a, a bit of a dialogue scene that's intercut with montage. Um, that was rehearsed, but uh, yeah, no, all, all of the montage was shot in one day. We had our DP filming, we had uh, Azzy, Keith, and the two of us, and basically yeah, in a van running around LA. So all of that was one day, um, the two of us just honestly like getting to know each other as well. So all of the kind of, yeah, finding those moments and finding that intimacy, that was all kind of happening in real time, which was pretty special um, and really like helpful first, for us. Yeah, it was a little first date. It was a little That's first true. date. Because we've been rehearsing, but then they're like, flirt. <laughs> like, <All> love. <laughs> yeah. So there was like butterflies with that. It was cool. Mm -hmm. And for you, Maya, in, in those moments, your character is kind of the driving force of like, this is where we're going. This is what we're doing. I'm going to show you the version of, of LA that I live in. And so for you, did was that kind of helpful in, in continuing to build elements of your character and kind of going, okay, well, if these are the types of places that she's taking him, this tells me a little bit more about her day-to-day -day life, you know, her mm -hmm. dynamic living in Los Angeles, because she's also really far away from her family as well. Yeah, totally. And I, I, what I like about the film and its setting is that you get to see kind of this other side of LA that you don't usually get to see. Like LA is almost a character in itself in this film and you get to see this kind of darker underground, it's like a lot more East, um, you know, there's uh, the underground clubs that she goes to and that kind of like off kilter like fashion industry that you know doesn't quite fit in West Hollywood and with that the kind of quintessential LA that you usually see it's kind of a little darker um and so yeah getting to kind of go around and see those places I did 
spend some time in East LA before we started filming just to like kind of understand that world a little more, um, which helped a lot. But yeah, she's, um, she's, she's got some darkness in her, that girl, <laughs> for sure. And Joey, you were talking at the beginning um, about your character's photography and so wanted to talk about that a little bit because it's such a window into who he is and how he sees the world, even moments where we're looking at what is it that catches his eye, what type of framing is it, what type of photographs is he shooting, and then also the dynamic of what are the things that he's shooting in his own time versus things that he's doing professionally to pay his bills as a professional photographer as well. Um, and so what what sort of insight did that give you into him as you started to go along? deeper into that element yeah I, I think he even talks about in the film with his uh best friend Sammy played by Caitlin Pippi where she's trying to get him these paid jobs and he really just wants to work on it on his art so I really thought about that even I think that kind of goes hand in hand with acting sometimes you know you have these little or projects and then you have ones that really pay the bills not that there's really anything wrong with either one of them it's just sometimes your heart is in a in a different spot so I always was just kind of like that was his true north was trying to find like the best piece of art possible because I think he was definitely in that phase of his life. But maybe if he ended up falling in love with Tessa and it progressed into the future that like, you know, he gave in and did like that one photo shoot or whatever that his life would change and he would go the more commercial route. But right now he's just really into experimenting and trying to share with like what he believes, like what his voice is. So I really like, I really kind of dove in that way. And you were also touching before on, there is that moment where she's been looking at his photographs and, and sends some of them off to someone and it really kind of triggers something in him. And so for you, what was the genesis of why that was such a triggering moment for him and just really figuring out what is that reaction going to be? Because like you said, that's kind of a real shift for him in, in kind of showing a different side. Yeah, that's definitely the uh, pulling on the back of the hair and the back of the neck. Uh, because it's like someone's going through his his diary um, or just it just kind of rem reminded me of like if my siblings were going through like through my stuff or my parents were looking at all the different acting stuff is because to me like that's not for you to look through that's for me to share with you and I'm not ready to share that with you so I think emotionally he doesn't understand how to communicate that yet with his words so he just sees red um, and unfortunately, it's not the right way to react. <laughs> and for you, Maya, you know, your your character kind of comes from a place of having certain insecurities about whether people's emotions for her are genuine and, and really connected as deep as she wants them to be. And there's also such a want and a need to have that for herself. And um, how how kind of did you dive into that aspect of what's the genesis of this? Where do I think this stems from? What is it that that kind of gives her this, this drive and necessity to try and have this in her life and the reason that she still feels insecure even when it starts presenting itself? Yeah, I think, I mean, Tessa and I both are alike in the sense that we both are living in another country. <laughs> and I think something happens to you when you move to another place when you're so young um, where and this is something I've had to work on myself in my life so I can speak to it where there's a real uh, or there can be a real need to form attachments and closeness and and um and it can be quite toxic and just being born off of losing your sense of belonging or feeling displaced and so 
she definitely has this complex where she she yeah has had some trauma in her life you know I, I think she had a tough upbringing and she's tried to start again in a new place and um and yeah I think I think that yeah the the move from a young age and also being a young woman uh being a model being in Los Angeles um she's had some some hard times with men I think um predatory men uh being objectified so you know she's got an array of issues that girl (laughs) yeah and you know with with what you were just saying at the end about kind of the relationship with men as well it kind of feels like there's a sense of humor that covers some of her kind of questioning and challenging elements. And so how did you want to utilize the kind of sarcasm and wit that she has as a character as sometimes being a mask for other things from what you were just describing? Yeah, well, she's a survivor, you know, she's, she is super independent. She has had to kind of make her own way through the city um, against all odds, you know? So um, I think you see that with people who are survivors, you know, uh, you got to keep going and keep moving forward. And there are cracks to her armor and you do see them show in the film. Um, and that's kind of when things become fun, you know, as an actor. But um, but yeah, no, she's she's a tough cookie. There's also a lot of really great, you know, walk and talk moments between the two of you again, where they're just kind of exploring and heading around the city, but but getting to know each other a little bit deeper and kind of diving into stuff. And so what was the dynamic in filming those scenes, especially in terms of just how the awareness of the camera as well? Was it something where you had to kind of like have an awareness of the camera because it's quite close in the way it's following you both? Or was it more that the camera was kind of going wherever you would take that scene? It was a dance. It was yeah, a, bit, a little bit of both. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our our um our cinematographer Peter Mosman was really collaborative. Um, and because we were so rehearsed, we were kind of then in a position to be able to be a little more flexible and to kind of work with him and what he needed on the day because we didn't have, you know, long to shoot anything. We we filmed everything in three weeks, so our schedule was tight and the crew couldn't be really waiting on us for anything. So we, we made sure that we knew what we were doing. We had an idea of how we felt the blocking needed to be, but we could kind of be flexible um, with Peter and his team as well. That's great. And then Joey, you know, your, your character goes through this trajectory where he's essentially asked to enact violence towards other people and then you go into those scenes and wanted to ask about the camera kind of like the dance with that in those scenes as well because the camera is so close up so that we get to see the emotional trajectory of of what your character is going through in that because it's not it's not a place that he wants to be in and he's trying to do it for someone else Um, and so what was that journey of filming those scenes at that point I think I was just so I was so in it. It's like, you know, being an athlete where I can hear my like coach, I can hear Azzy's voice, I can hear Maya's voice and I can hear Peter's voice. So I just kind of was like, let's just go in. Um, and there's like different parts in the, in towards the end, I'm kind of like stalking outside this house. And then, you know, Azzy would be like, you know, he'd be like, now you're getting a phone call from your parents. And then I would just sit there and improv. And he's like, oh, now you're trying to call Tessa. And I'd sit there and improv. Um, and um, I mean, and it's it's great because I've known I've known Peter. We grew up on the same block, so in Chicago. So uh, I've worked with him many times. So we just kind of even know, uh, kind of like in my head sometimes, like oh, Peter's gonna think this is cool, or like Peter's like oh, Joey's gonna think this is cool. So that was that was uh, 
you know, pretty collaborative there. What was the intricacy of a lot of the blocking of the altercation scenes coming together for you as well? The which scenes, I'm sorry? Like the altercations when they're kind of in that physical. Oh, um, that, those are very planned out. So those are actually a st um, the stunt team over from Avengers came over and uh, helped with us for a couple of days because the producer Keith uh, knew them well. Um, and those were like, I learned a lot there. Like they're very specifically uh, done and strategically, even like with the camera angles, they were in there giving uh, Peter different cam camera angles. This is cool. This is more gritty. Um, this is connect more in your edit. So um, I learned a lot there. Felt very safe though. That's amazing. And, and yeah. then also in, in the body language in your characters as well, with this whole arc and trajectory that the two of them go on, that really expresses so much, you know, there's kind of the lightness and the playfulness at the beginning, then there's kind of the intimacy in the middle. And then obviously there's, there's kind of like what it looks like towards the end between them in terms of body language and mannerisms. And was that something for, for both of you where you would come into scenes with a little bit of an idea of what that side of the characters would look like within this relationship dynamic, or was that just about the the trust and relationship that the two of you had built alongside each other just naturally coming into play along the way um a bit of both I think for me because of the content of what Tessa is triggered by in the kind of second and third acts that kind of did inform my body language um in a way it's just a lot more closed off um, to physical intimacy um a lot more on edge so that kind of informed that for me, yeah. And for you, Joey? Yeah, I felt the same way. We found, we found a lot in rehearsal and then you can never really uh, prepare what's gonna happen on the day actually. So uh, there was a great balance of like, okay, well, we know this about each other. Well, we're gonna discover this today, but we mm. built the trust that we're there. So this is cool to let this kind of like fly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And one of the scenes as well that I wanted to ask you both about is there's a moment, the moment where they're in the nightclub and then, you know, Maya, your character sees someone who represents a trauma from her past. And then the two of them go back to his apartment and they're talking about it. And I thought it was really striking because, you know, Joey, for your character, you're really just giving her the space, you know, fully listening, fully believing and kind of reading the room for what she needs. And then for you, Maya, you know, that's a really interesting emotional dichotomy for your character of, of what it means and even just how she's explaining it and the emotional things that that brings up for her um, alongside certain things that we learn a little bit more about later that you kind of almost don't want to give too much of at that point and so what was a lot of the delicacy of finding the dynamic in that scene with all the things that are at play underneath the surface yeah that scene was brutal <laughs> that scene was so I was dreading it I knew it, every, every day I'd be like it's tomorrow it's the next day um we also shot it I mean Peter our, our DP did a, a beautiful job it's kind of you see it in a one so for like a lot of the scene is, is played out in one shot, which was great. I remember I felt like I got it on the day and then there was like some like sound or boom issue or something. And I was like, no, um, but yeah, no, I mean, that scene is really nuanced and um, it had to be right. I mean, I don't want to give any spoilers away, um, but I knew how I felt it should be played. It was also our audition scene, actually. It's the scene I read in the audition. So sometimes an audition scene can be hard to do on the day because you've studied it so much. And a lot of how I prepared it 
for the audition, you know, that had changed and evolved um, through over time with Joey. So, um, yeah, that scene was loaded, but I feel like we got it to a good spot. <laughs> right, <laughs> Joey? Yeah. I think you did a fantastic job. Thank you. <laughs> and I think like even rehearsing that stuff helped because I feel like even in the audition process, I, I brought a lot of anger to that scene. And then later it made me realize like it needed to be kind of the opposite um, and it needed to, to meet her at, an, at her, her emotional level and just realize this is a very delicate moment um, because you have to let that come out of Nikki later. So it was really important to me to just kind of like fight, like fight the like, you know, beating my chest and just like being like, it was just like, okay, well, I don't really know emotionally how to deal with this, but it's making me very upset. And seeing you upset is making me very upset. And this whole story that you're telling me um, is probably something I've never heard before. So yeah, it was, it was wild. But I mean, I, I didn't really do any work in that scene. I just listened to Maya. I was just like, yeah, dude, this is fine. Like, it's just like, and with all the elements of, of the project as a whole, you know, from the intricacies of a scene like that to even just filming the whole thing in three weeks, what, what ended up for both of you being the most challenging elements of this project for you? For me, shooting it out of sequence. Um, just because there was so many ups and downs emotionally um, and just protecting the arc of Nikki um, that I was pulling too much on this emotion, this part, or um, so that for me, that's definitely the biggest, the, the biggest thing, but having to be able to edit the movie. Uh, so I, I could just go with Azzy, I edited the movie. So I could go into um, the camera truck and look at the dailies and make sure that's kind of being protected and see it loosely cut together. Uh, but it was also very fun, it's a fun challenge. Amazing. And for you, Maya? Yeah, it was just the days when, when Joey's covered in blood and he hates me. <laughs> um, yeah, that those were that was hard. Um, that was, that was, those were hard days, but it was. I mean, I learned so much on those days as well. So it was. Yeah, it was an intense three weeks. It kind of it was three weeks, but it felt like six months, and then it also felt like one week in the same moment. Um, yeah, the, but those days when Joey's really going through it, like it hurt to see him going through it. <laughs> He's like pacing, like chain smoking and listening. What were you listening to every day? On, I was listening to, so <laughs> uh, I listened to a lot of the soundtrack of Under, Your, Under the Skin, uh, but also as I wanted it to just feel like my spine and my shoulders were pinching, I would listen to a bunch of different versions of Nails on a Chalkboard. Um, especially towards the end where he goes back into the underbelly. Like that's how he feels. So there was a lot of that going on. It was horrible. I was like, what are you listening to? I grabbed his headphones and I'm like, what? <laughs> and then I was like, I'm sorry, love. I don't know. Want a cigarette? <laughs> 
lastly, Joey, for you, because, you know, because you were just talking about the experience of, of how for editing the film as well, you had that opportunity to be looking at the daily so consistently as you were going through the project. Um, I was interested as you were filming scenes and, and kind of just, you know, watching the way that Azzy's making certain directorial choices, were you starting to kind of put together certain elements of like rough cuts and ideas of how you wanted to edit scenes together when you were on set filming? Or did you need to just kind of really separate those two parts of your brain and just focus on character and performance in that moment and then kind of step into the editing later? Yeah, no, we, we had pretty cool rules. It would just be like moments where we'd be like, okay, we really have to talk about this and make sure it makes sense in the edit. Um, and then other times it would just be like, we'd be, we'd just kind of look at each other and be like, oh yeah, we're good coverage wise. Let's just go. Um, but there was really cool moments. Like there's a part um, later where I'm like stalking the streets where I think scripted, it was just going to be like a um, kind of a time-lapse. And then we just had the camera and me and Azzy and Keith and we're like, well, we got to wait for this building. We should just like walk around and do all this. So then we're just talking about the edit and shooting. Like, yeah, we can like build this into this thing. So that was like one, that, that was like one of my favorite moments with Azzy because we're just like being nerds, having fun. Amazing. Well, congratulations to both of you on everything with the film. And thank you so much for talking about it. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much.